God, I just um, want to share with you tonight some scripture. We're gonna we're gonna probably go through a lot of scripture, and you may say, "Wow, that's that's pretty deep stuff." Because we're gonna be looking in Romans tonight. We're gonna start out in Romans chapter six. That's where we're gonna start reading. And you may look at that and go, "Oh boy, Romans six. We're gonna start there." But I I want to. I, I just want to be. The only thing I know to be is just be transparent with you tonight. Is anyone else in here tonight, are you tired of the battle that you have with sin? We all have it. So many times I think about, I know what, I know what I'm supposed to do. And I want to do what I'm supposed to do. And I know what I'm not supposed to do. And I don't want to do the things I'm not supposed to do. But I struggle. Is that you? Or is it just me? I mean, because it, it just, God laid this on my heart. God put, you know, this, this scripture, this come to my you know, as, as we say, you memorize Scripture and it'll come back to you when, when, when God speaks. He speaks through His Scripture. And, and this Scripture's just been on my heart because, guys, I, I'm struggling with this. Every Sunday morning, I, I come in on Sunday morning and I hear Brother Shannon's message and I, and I hear that, and not only hear, but I, I teach that Sunday school lesson and, and, I, and I go away going, God, I, I want to change. You have spoke to me. You have challenged me. And God, I want to change. I want to move to be more like you. I want to take that step each day a little bit closer to you. God, I want to have my eyes open to what you're doing, even though I may be sitting in that cubicle looking at that computer screen, I want my eyes to be open to what you're doing around me because I know God has something each day that he wants me to do. And that's my desire. That's what I want. I don't want to do the same sin that I've done over and over and over and let that become almost a ruling thing in my heart. And in my mind, because I know I'm not supposed to. And I know what I'm supposed to do. But guys, I struggle with that. And you know what Satan does? When that comes to my mind and those things come to my mind and it continually on and on in me, it is so easy for me to listen to the most critical voice I ever hear in my life. Most critical voice, and believe me, it is, you know, she's, she's going to get mad at me. I always do this. It's not my wife, okay? It's not my boss. It, it, it's, not, it's not anyone else, but the most critical voice that I hear every single day is the voice right in here. Do you know what I'm talking about? The one that constantly says, you just messed up again. Why try it? You're going to do it again. 
It's almost like on Sunday mornings when I walk out of this building, the first thing I hear in my, in my head is that voice saying, <laughs> you just think you're going to, but you're going to do it again. I know you. I know you too well. It's going to happen. And guys, we can let that voice that's in here, that internal voice, it will scream at us. And if we listen to that voice, I want to tell you, we never will be where God wants us to be. But I want to share with you, let's, let's look at some scripture, and then we're going to get, we're going to start in verse, in chapter 6, we're going to look a little bit of verse 7, and then we're going to look at just a little bit of verse 8, because there's a lot in here, and I tried to minimize it down to as much as I could in the scripture, so that we could get it all done, because I, I don't want to hold you here too long. But we want, we, want, we want to get into this scripture. Let's, I'm going to start reading in, verse, in uh, Romans chapter 6. We're going to read verses 1 and go through about 14, and then we're going to bounce over. because I want us to look at this because this speaks a lot to us. This is Paul. Paul, of course, writing this. This is him sharing and talking about, and you're going to recognize it, talking about our new life in Christ. Because this is something, guys, that I have, that I have to be reminded about. There's stuff in this passage that I have to be reminded about because I will let myself get on too many other tangents, and I will forget what Christ has done for me. Look at this, if you will. Look with me. Chapter 6, verse 1, it says, What should we say then? Should we continue in sin in order that grace may multiply? Also, excuse me, I've been looking up. My, I, I forgot my glasses. Absolutely not. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Or are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we walk in a new way of life. It's up there. Thank you. So we walk in a new way of life. For if we have been joined with him in likeness of his death, we will certainly also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Look at this. Christ died for us, and if we have given our life to Christ, we have been raised just as he was raised from sin into life. Now, we're going, to, we're going to get into this. Let's, let's keep going. For we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that sin's dominion over the body may be abolished so that we may no longer be enslaved to sin since a person who has died is free from, his, from sin's claim. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him because we know that Christ has been raised from the dead no longer dies, death no longer rules over him. For in that he died, he died to sin. Look at this. He died to sin once for all. But, he, but in that his, he lives, he lives to God. So you too consider yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Because I don't, I don't know about you, but when I, when I read that passage and I think about in this passage what Paul is writing, I think about what Christ has done. 
Guys, when we were born into this world, when you and I were born into this world, we were born sinful. By nature, we are sinners. That's it. Because of the fallen world, because of sin coming into the world over in Genesis, when we were born, we were born in sin with no hope, separated from God. But through Jesus Christ and his death on the cross, he paid the penalty for our sin. And if we accept what he did on the cross, not but just as Christ was raised from the dead, so too we are resurrected from our deadness in sin. And we are given life through him. And you may be wondering, where are we going to get to what he was talking about earlier? We're going to get there. Give me just a chance here. I want us to understand, guys, we don't have to continue in our old nature because Christ has given us a new nature. Look in, in verse 12. Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its desires. And do not offer any parts of it to sin as weapons of unrighteousness, but as those who are alive from the dead. Offer yourselves to God and all parts of yourselves to God as weapons for righteousness. For sin will not rule over you because you are not under the law but under grace. I don't know about you, but when I look at this passage and I read and I read at it and I look at it and I read through it, I find comfort in this passage. Because even though I struggle, and even though in my, in my mind that, that loud voice is screaming at me saying, you're going to mess up, you're a sinner, you're going to fall, I can look at this passage and I know that, that, guys, Jesus Christ died for me and because of his death and accepting him as my Lord and Savior, that doesn't reign over me anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't do it. it, it it's, a, it's a comfort to me that, that I can simply... Tell that voice in Christ's name. No, there's no little ones. I can I can use this word. I don't make it, but it's not a bad word. But I can tell that voice to shut up. I can tell it to shut up because Christ died for me, and I have been. I am His now. In verse twelve, it says, "Therefore, do not." Let sin reign over your mortal body so that you obey its desires. Don't let it reign over your mortal body. Too many times, Brother Shannon has said this several times on Sunday morning, too many times, God, we, guys, we let, we let that sin that we know, those sins that maybe nobody else knows about, but we know about it, and those are the sins that continually over and over in our mind that get come back, oh, you're just going to do it again, you're going to do it again. Too many times, God, we let those things control us, don't we? 
We let it defeat us before we even get started. We let that voice scream at us that you can't do it. You're not going to be able to do it. You can't do this. You can't live the life that you want to live for God because you're going to sin again and you're going to be right down there again asking God for forgiveness again. Well, guess what? It's okay because I don't live under the law anymore. I live under grace. And grace has forgiven me. Jesus Christ has forgiven me. And I don't have to let that reign over me anymore. I don't have to let it do that over me anymore. You know, the next verses, I want to share this with you, the next verses kind of give me comfort because it tells me not only as we sit here together that we're not alone in this, but look with me in chapter 7. Look at what Paul says in chapter 7, beginning in verse 14. For we know that law is, is spiritual, but I am made out of flesh, sold into sin's power. Paul said, I'm fleshly. I'm made out of flesh. Remember, our natural nature is sinful. Our flesh is sinful. But I am made out of flesh, sold into sin's power. Look at this. For I do not understand what I am doing because I do not practice what I want to do, but I do what I hate. And if I do what I, what I do not want to do, I agree with the law that is good. So now I am, I am no longer the one... I am no longer, excuse me, I am no longer the one thing, I'm no longer the one doing it, but it is sin living in me. For I, I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my flesh. For desire to do what is good is within, is with me. But there's no ability to do it. What's he say when he says that? The desire to do good is within you. But there's no ability to do it. That's simply what he's saying. Is we can have the desire all day, but if we're not living for Christ, we can't do it. You see, this whole thing hedges on our life with Christ. We can't walk it on our own. We can't do it. We can try. We can try to be good, right? A lot of people try to be good. You ask someone, where are you going to go to heaven when you pass away? When you die, are you going to go to heaven? And they'll say, yeah, I'm going to go to heaven. Why? Well, I try to do good. As the scripture right here tells us, we can't do that. The flesh can't do that. It can't make it. He says he has no ability. Verse 19, for I do not do the good that I want to do, but I practice the evil that I do not want to do. That's Paul. That's Paul. Think about this. Paul is sitting here in Scripture and he's telling us the same thing that we deal with, right? I, I, I don't do the things I want to do and I do the things I don't want to do and I struggle and it's over and over and this sin battle is happening to me all the time. 
every day, I'm battling with this sin. I'm struggling with these things. God, I just, I just want to follow you. And we let those voices beat us up. I do. Beats me up. You know what's great? Look at verse 8, chapter 8. Look at chapter 8. I love these first two verses. Therefore, no condemnation now exists for those in Christ Jesus. No condemnation now exists for those in Christ Jesus. Because the Spirit's law of excuse me because the spirit's law of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death wow wow i don't have to listen to that Because the Bible tells me that there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. It doesn't reign over me. It doesn't control me. Christ reigns over me. And his mercy has covered my sin. Are we perfect? No. Why? Because we're still here. We're not perfect because we are still flesh and bone. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall. We're going to sin. Yes. It's going to happen. We're told that. But guys, we don't have to live in it. We don't have to wallow in it. Because Jesus Christ has already forgiven us if we will turn and ask. If we will confess our sin to him, always end up with this passage. 1 John 1, 9. Man, it's one of my favorite verses. One of my favorite verses in, in all the Bible. I guess it's because I have to rely on it so much. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. Guys, I just wanted to encourage you tonight. If that's the battle that you are facing every day, like, like I do, you find yourself in that battle every day, guys, we don't have to live there. We can get past that. And we can do what God wants us to do. And it's amazing. It's amazing when we, when we hear it, and all of a sudden, 
we're open and God speaks and we hear it and and we do it and we see God bless and we see God move. And, and when you when you get that chance to, to pray with someone that normally you would just walk on by, but you get that sense, pray with them. And when we're able to do that, and when when that happens and God uses that opportunity, guys, it's 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 joyful. It's amazing. And it may be the smallest thing to us. But doing what we know to do. Doing what we know to do. Wow. Trust me. Maybe, maybe tonight this, this, this scripture will speak to you. I, I don't know. All I know is I couldn't get it off my mind. I couldn't get it off my heart. And wanted to share it with you tonight. Y'all can let Brother Shannon know, hey, Jeff was short and we got out fast. So, but uh, let's, let's pray together and we, we will be dismissed. Father God, thank you for your word. Father, thank you for forgiveness. God, thank you for the cross. Thank you for mercy that meets us every single day. God, thank you that you do not give up on us. That even when we think we're unworthy, God, you still want to use us. That even when we let that voice get too loud and we get bogged down in life, God, you're still there. And Father, you desire to move in our lives. God, I pray that we would do the things that we know to do. And God, we would seek after you every single day. Father, thank you for all that you are. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for allowing us to hear from our mission team. Thank you that Sunday's coming. Thank you for the cross. In Jesus' name.